Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Gosh, Andrea just fresh off a shift. Fresh, yeah, ran here, ran home. It's one of those things where you're just like, and then you're like, mm, I'm not going to make it home unless I get gas or like I'll make it home on fumes. And then, like, tomorrow... And then fuck myself, be, yeah, tom- the next yeah, morning. Yeah, tomorrow morning I'm going to be running Early. late on my way to work, and then I'll, like, start my car and be like, motherfucker! Um, so, yeah, so I just stopped. Stopped at the Costco... <laughs> Getting you, you know, getting you was from that Costco card, Brooke. You know how, you know how she be. I wish I, uh, can anyone go to Costco to get gas or do you have no, to have a card? No, you have to have uh, a card. And I just read that like Costco is like officially like really smacking down on like using someone else's card. I remember back in the day, like when I worked at Baghdad Tavern, Matt Fisher would just be like, here's my Costco card. Like, go get booze. You know what I mean? It's also wow. not, supposed, not supposed to do. But like, uh, but yeah. And now they're, I think they're going to have a, a thing for you to actually scan your card instead of like a greeter just being like, yeah, I see your card. Cool. You're going to actually have to scan. And, and your it's sort of like TSA, Costco TSA. Costco TSA, for sure. Like, you're going to have to scan your, your pass, your barcode to like be able to get through because they're saying that sometimes it gets missed and there's like people who show up with like full carts of groceries and then they get up and they're just like, this isn't your card. We're not going to let you use it. I know Costco I mean, smacking down and you're sitting here going like in this economy in not this economy nice. I know like, I know be, it's like of course people are probably trying to sneak into Costco a little more than usual because we're hurting out here it's not great wait I know. so let's back up to you uh-huh telling me that Matt Fisher would have you go to Costco and buy booze for the bar? I think we or just it wasn't me. On delivery? Uh, I mean, I think that's where he went to go get it. Or like, you know, I don't know if he sent me all the time necessarily or like he sent someone else to go get it. But yeah, it wasn't, you know, there was some shadiness happening. You never knew that? You'd never go down and there was like a cage. Should we beep out his name? It doesn't matter. Nobody cares. Like there was like a cage in the basement and it was like there were like plastic bins in it. And then you would like they were kind of duct tape up and when you opened it, there was like handles of different kind of alcohol, specifically the ones that we like burned through. That were just, Costco? Were they Costco brand? Is yeah. What you're no, 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 no. They were still oh. the same brand. But we would just like we would just like refill the bottles because it was cheaper in the long run. I don't know if that's legal or illegal to do. 
Like we weren't like we weren't like delegitimizing like the type of alcohol it was. We were just like, you know, there'd be like a, the bottle of Jameson that was upstairs. And when it ran low, we would go down and like fill it, like top it off with a handle downstairs. Okay. Well, welcome to Sidework Podcast, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your host, Brooke Van Poplin. Hi, guys. I'm your other host, Andrea Wallace. And, uh, you know, maybe we'll, maybe we'll have Brian go in and just kind of bleep out a name, maybe, you know, oh, if, if he already hasn't. Yeah, who cares? Who cares? That guy, if he hasn't canceled himself a hundred times already, who also, I don't think this like, show is not going to do it. That shit happened all the time. And at least it was, I mean, it's not like he was the only person Please, that's ever gonna, fucking done that. Like, um, We will now finally get some server submitted stories because everyone's going to be like, you think you are the only people who had a dirtbag boss? Oh, and you will. Yeah. I mean, we talked. Yeah. Not even that. I don't even think that's dirtbag behavior. I mean, Mm-mm. that's not dirtbag behavior. That's just like business owner that's just behavior. a little yeah lifting up the curtain so you that's can see way behind. better than people like like replacing like jameson with like the what is it the skull brand skull s-k-o-l what was that like crazy brand that we used to get um or just like the cheapest shit you could ever think of you know i think that or, there's way worse things that could happen the New Jersey TGI Friday scandal called Operation Swill, while some uh-huh. of the booze was even comprised of river water. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So oh, yeah. no, at least at least we were just refilling. Yeah, from we're just non- refilling from a non-distributor. Totally, it's just like you just top it off a ketchup bottle. You know, you just do it. You're you're marrying, if you will, the two oh my together. God. Yeah. So oh, old school, <laughs> old school, super old school. I mean, that was just your job at the end of the night. You're just like, well, make sure the battles are tapped off, you know, make sure you got a spare one down there. So anyway, <laughs> I think I think one of my favorite things, too, is like the ongoing fun comments coming from that TGI Fridays post I made mm-hmm. are people coming out of the woodwork saying I fucking loved working there, but I fucking hated polishing all those goddamn brass rails. Oh, I'm sure you had to get like the weirdest brass cleaner out. It was like probably a very specific TGA Friday's brand of brass oh, yeah. cleaner. Ugh. And it, at one location, um, I'll have to find out because I did find a picture of it. There was a three-story phone booth that you could enter from a staircase upstairs a mid-level so there was like a winding staircase going around it so it was like a multi-tiered TGI Fridays Hmm. and so you could call tables at certain TGI Fridays because they had phones oh god on the Mm -hmm. table and so basically this girl wrote in uh not wrote in but just commented like oh my god me my brother and my cousin would get into that third floor tier of the of the phone booth and prank call customers eating their dinner while our parents were getting wasted on cheap cocktails. <laughs> and I was like, that's it's so 80s. That like is children so 80s, 80s and 90s. Like parents not paying attention because you don't, you're not, you're not the, the main attraction here. The parents nope. are. Like the parents you're... and their need to get wasty. <laughs> yes. I just, yeah, my hair is being blown back with some of the fun shit people are telling me about this restaurant. So we might have to do a tiny little mini revisit. Oh, God, absolutely. Like, I'm I'm, I'm happy to start leaning into, like, very specific restaurants for CJ Fridays and Olive Garden. That I mean, I know we've done, like, a little, you know, little deeper on Olive Garden, but there's all sorts of very nuanced restaurants that are still kicking and RIP'd, you know what I mean? That probably mm-hmm. need a little bit of diving into. Which I think, just- like, yeah, like, if we, we do a little preliminary research, we can figure out, like, is this a, like, 
a 15 minute episode that can be like an add on or is this like worthy of a whole, you know, 45 to an hour sort of situation? So yeah, we'll look into into that. Totally Um, into it. Awesome. Well, we have a few headlines before we get into part two with our guest, Sumi, who was talking about, uh, well, I think she was just ramping up and getting into the meat of the interview, which is talking about this unicorn of jobs of all jobs, which Mm -hmm. is being a unionized banquet server. Oh my God, uh, I know. Sounds I'm simple, but it's amazing. Funny. So you're, you're about to have your wig blown back. <laughs> so much wig blowing this, yes. <laughs> this episode. I'm getting my wig blown. You're getting a wig blown. I last week actually had my wig blown out at a salon. It's the wigs typed to my head. What are you going to do? Mm. What are you going to um, do? What are you going to do? do? All right. First headline, Brooke, go for it. Okay. So this is super ridiculous and fun. Only in the Netherlands. Basically, the franchise of Domino's Pizza in the Netherlands, you know, in Amsterdam. Picture it. They offered up a brand new hangover menu only (laughs) available in the Netherlands, my home, uh, my home country, which includes hangover loaded fries, the new hangover pizza and hangover sandwich. And to me, I'm already sitting here at, saying to myself, but a Domino's pizza is hangover is, food. <laughs> like, it's so good. Uh-huh. Like, like a, cr- like a cracker crust, greasy mm-hmm. ass cut mm-hmm. into like 25 squares. I will eat all 20 fucking five in a sitting. No problem. But it's really funny because they just, they just have to keep those Dutch traditions alive. And so, we need to go sometime together. I've been the, multiple times, yeah. but it's shawarma is big. Like the yes. Dutch are not a celebrated food. And so there are, you know, the street food is what you kind of crave and go and eat, which is like halal carts. And, and it's a lot of lamb shawarma mm-hmm. with yummy, yummy mayonnaise and white sauce. A nice and little all the drizzles. Donner kebab with delicious fries and a yummy, Absolutely. yummy dipping sauce. Uh, a friend of mine, uh, Ann Cavanaugh, actually opened, who waited tables and bartended forever, opened up a place in Omaha called Amsterdam Falafel that's actually like mm-hmm. absolutely delicious as an that's... homage to her time in <laughs> Amsterdam, in the Netherlands. That's <laughs> crazy and fun because you're like, okay, everybody just appropriate falafel, but fuck <laughs> it because Amsterdam does it their own way and I get it. It's Amsterdam style falafel, which mm-hmm. is delicious. You're drunk, you can't find anything normal to Mm-mm. eat and you gotta find something. So you, you grow to love these creature kinds comforts when you're mm-hmm. in Amsterdam and around. So of course their hangover loaded fries are topped with mozzarella, onion, bell pepper, of course your chicken kebab, your shawarma, a drizzle of garlic sauce, and a little bit of harissa. So they're Ooh. totally serving up street vendor food. <laughs> and the hangover pizza, again, totally it's the same it's, thing. It's it's the same on thing pizza. On pizza. <laughs> And then their hangover sandwich, take a wild and guess. A, and a drizzle of harissa. Yeah. On a long tip. roll. So uh-huh. you can you can get it um pointy, flat, or oblong. Yeah. The same fucking item. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love it. I do I do think it's funny that like to lean into a hangover menu is hilarious. We all know that like Taco Bell does it, right? Like all they're doing is like leaning into like drunk food. And like leaning into hangover food, obviously you're like trying to get like the kids in there, right? Of course. The youngins. Um, I do think it's hilarious that they had to be like, if you didn't think this was for hangovers before, 
Now, tr- you now know, you do. <laughs> you had too many uh, Amstels because it here uh, we do not have Amstel Light. That is American. <laughs> what we drink is Amstel, and it is uh, delicious. And actually, I've never been hungover in the Netherlands because wow. the shit's so good and pure. Like, nice. and that's that's me talking about guzzling beer, which would destroy me here. So, wow, that's that's, that's something. That is something for sure. I mean, yeah. I mean, cut to like 40 something Brooke and maybe that would be. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's going to be different. I mean, last time I was there, it was like my late 30s. And you are you do sudden we we were all over, I was all over the place. And, you know, whenever I go, I love to have drinks wherever you could pop in somewhere and enjoy, Absolutely. And enjoy a bar. But the current day Brooke, who loves a makers and diet, would be hard pressed to find that in, you know the Netherlands me thanks but. I mean I can't even like it turns out I don't think I can handle sake anymore and that's like supposed to be one thing that you're mm. like not supposed to get a hangover from but that's I, I think like your gut problems maybe just barking at you no 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 no. it's not my really? gut it's my, it's my head headachey huh uh-huh oh uh-huh okay. yeah I'm saying no the gut problems are fine right now actually my gut good my, my gut is strong. I'm gonna I go have, ahead and give you a. The gut is strong. Yeah, I have. I have yeah, she's I, back, baby. I, I mean, I've been healed. I've been feeling it for a while. Like, yeah, I'm drinking a little coffee again. You know, like. Oh, I know. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Okay, I'll tell you what, what you're gonna do. If if you go to a <laughs> if you go to a, a hotel chain in Toronto, this next headline. <laughs> Wait, such this, a segue. <laughs> such a segue. I don't okay, so it's the Hilton in Toronto, the Hilton Air Toronto Airport Hotel and Suites. Okay. Okay, so a traveling individual, uh <laughs> basically from the US got more than they bargained for when they ordered a medium cheeseburger at the local Hilton Toronto hotel restaurant. When they ordered a medium, the server had to then present them with basically um, a disclaimer and mm-hmm. a like, what's the word you call it? Like a waiver, like a waiver. a waiver. Yeah, not a disclaimer. They mm-hmm. had to sign a waiver signing away. Basically, like if you are sick in any way. Because you want a burger that's cooked medium. Because we cook ours well done at we Hilton cook ours well Hotel done only and sweets <laughs> at the airport in Toronto. And I mean, Which, whoa! I mean, he just like so the guy like like yeah he like gets his burger and they gave him the waiver at the same time he's like chewing it while he's like what the fuck and then like signing a waiver totally lost his appetite because he's sort of like um wh- it, like like. How terrible is the quality of your meat that you have no faith in it even being cooked medium? Medium is child's play, baby. I know. Medium's like standard, baby. That's like where they're like, well, our chef likes to cook it to medium. That's just what we do. Now, here's the thing. You could like zoom in. There's a photo right here that we should probably post that says, <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. It, 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 it ha- it's like, it's got a letterhead. It's not like someone, it's it. not someone was just like, you know, like this looks like it's, it's in a file that's probably like by the time clock or in, it's in the manager's office way back in the bowels of the kitchen. 
and you can probably just go and grab one willy-nilly as you need it because obviously this probably happens a lot especially it being like an airport hotel you would think this kind of thing probably gets asked for a lot but obviously wouldn't as i would this gentleman who then had to sign it starts to question the legitimacy the legitimacy mm. The, the legitimacy. Legitimate. Thank you. The you legitimacy of the quality of the meat and the food itself being served here. Um, guest hereby waives and releases any rights, actions, or claims against Hilton Toronto Airport Hotel and Suites, its subsidiaries and affiliates for any liabilities and damages, including any foodborne illness and death arising out of or in connection with guest's use of its own food or consumption of products not provided by Hilton Toronto Airport. Yeah. Like, that's something you have to sign because you want a burger-cooked medium? I know! I mean, first it was children wearing helmets when they ride their bike, and now this. What is the world? (laughs) I just, I've never, ever, 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 ever have I heard of this ever happening. Uh, I I did. I downloaded that photo and we'll talk about it. Uh, We'll put it on. We'll put it on the social media. Um, Brilliant stuff. And uh, again, we're waiting for you guys to uh, we know you're going to come through with some server submitted stories. We just we feel everyone waking up. We're all waking up. It's already been a slow January. No. Oh, my God. January's over when you're hearing this. So exactly. That's so the fe- point. Feel inspired. I feel like I've been sitting down to finally like take care of just even like like writing has felt like a task. So I feel mm-hmm. you writing us a letter and any of that stuff. Like hopefully you get inspired. It's the age of Aquarius right now. We're in Aquarius season. Um, but yeah, if you guys do have anything you want to send us so we can read more than just goofy headlines, you know where to send it. Andrea, uh, sidewardpod at gmail.com. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. I want to talk with you, uh, Sumi. We want to talk with you a little bit at the hotel. Obviously, this is a union position, so your benefits at this point have to be pretty wild, right? Pretty good. Well, yeah. I don't... You mean like medical and dental? Yeah. Um, well, yeah. what's crazy is I never got off. I ch- I've chosen to stay on the hotel benefits just because... Um, just... Yeah, I... I make enough hours to to keep those benefits. I mean, the, the problem the problem with the benefits <laughs> is that because we don't work full time and benefits are mm. based on how many hours you work, it is it, it it can be a struggle to keep those hours. I mean, if it was just based on pay, it's sort of ridiculous. I mean, I I am I I'm not at quite six figures, but I make kind of close to six figures uh and awesome and but i average i averaged in 20 22 17 hours a week and it might be and that's wow. for the whole year so if you space that out there might be fallow <laughs> times where i'm not making enough hours to keep my benefits so so that's that's just having the banquets um 
part. And there's people below me in seniority who just don't get benefits at all. And people above me who don't have to worry about it. But I'm in this weird spot where um, at least for certain quarters, uh, I have to like sometimes use PTO. So, so I know that, yeah, this is long winded saying that like, yes, having a union like guarantees you certain benefits and there is union health insurance. I don't choose to do it because with the hotel benefits, I can get a PPO and I like doing that, but I, I pay, yeah. I pay. And this, I think, and this is having a, and so th without the union, I, this is why I'm like, Oh, I, I, I don't want to talk trash about the hotel at all either, because I, I really appreciate yeah. them. They kept my health insurance over COVID. Um, and so I never had, to, I didn't, maybe I paid a little bit, but it's, it's basically around $4 a week for me to have health insurance wow. <laughs> and then dental is like $3 or something, um, a week. Wow. And it's really ridiculous. Um, what working for a corporation even because of their big, um, health insurance funds, it's kind of like their small countries it, within the U S right. and why people don't want to get rid of them because sometimes they can be there. It, it is, pretty amazing sometimes compared to what you can get otherwise so that's a little I don't know if that's in the weeds but um but yeah I wanted to keep the PPO because then I could go to talk therapy <laughs> and which, which you can't that's, I mean look yeah. to have options is yeah. beautiful the fact that you have those options yeah. is incredible yeah I great. mean in other benefits you know we've had uh uh we had our, our buddy Mike Langley on you know because he he worked for another hotel uh, for years and years and the travel benefits alone, right? You being able to travel the world and get rooms at discounted oh, rates. Yeah, that, those benefits, the hotel. And, yeah. you know, you guys can get my friend benefits. I tell people that, but there might be, and there might be, you know, benefits for friends. If you look on that, just let me know. Um, but yeah, no. The, the, I just call it friends <laughs> with benefits. I hope they call it friends with benefits. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> no, I did. I, they've gotten a little... Um, they've gotten a little, I don't know, maybe they've gotten, well, we complain about it. Like it's not as, as good as it used to be or something, but yeah, I stayed in Istanbul at a top hotel. I guess I'm not supposed to say the hotel. <laughs> yeah. But right, it's like, right. Let's say it's like a top, top hotel where, you know, there's baklava on your pillow when you show up and it's just like, wow. and, and it, like, but in Istanbul and it was like for 60 euros and like, those are just some certain experiences that are, um, you know, that was 20. That's why you that brought all, that's why all that Turkish delight I, got brought. Oh, home. right. <laughs> yes. You helped me. I know. I need to go back. I need more. Um, for our Narnia, our Narnian uh, fantasies of what real Turkish delight is like. Please. <laughs> the more you keep talking about this job, I'm like, it is like a fantasy. It, like legend has it, I there know. was a job in Los Angeles. And what's crazy? So even just this week, so what's crazy is we we've had we were you know hotels are striking in LA. It's part, yeah, you know, hot, I was gonna, yes. Part, Great segue. I was yeah. gonna go there. Part of, yeah, part of the hot labor summer. Um, we, we recently settled, so we don't have to do that anymore, but, um, but yeah, the other day, because we, we have, we have, um, a group in town that's just demanding. And one of the managers was crying because they asked her to stay, uh, till, you know, that she had been there since four in the morning and they wanted her to stay till 10, you know, that she couldn't go home and she was crying because, um, 
she didn't feel like she could say no. And these two surfers that I work with were talking about it and, and they were just, um, <laughs> they were, they were just like, well, she doesn't, she isn't standing up for herself. She doesn't know that she can say no. And I said, guys, and these two, these two had scabbed. They had scabbed. Um, so they get all the union benefits, but they don't believe in it because, you know, they're just, I, I don't know. There's a lot of a lot going on. But um, but I was like, you guys, she actually might not be able to say no. <laughs> She's not in union. Like, you realize, just remember that we live in a bubble in this wow. job. We live in a bubble where we get to like, and we talk about it at the job, like, but I'd have to remind them and they just, they just nodded. Cause they just, and I'm like, we have to be grateful that we can always say no. And I just want you to see, like, I know that you, you have problems with the union and you don't agree with everything that they're doing, but know that this is why you, you are not in her position. And yes, maybe, maybe she could say no and nothing will happen, but maybe she won't get promoted. Maybe what people will think that she doesn't handle pressure well or isn't a team player and that affects her career she just she just doesn't know it's always just a, like a black box what's on the other side of you not being a slave to your corporation and people don't know that and that's that's where that's that's what life is <laughs> outside of a yeah. union which is where most yeah. americans live you know yeah yeah, and, absolutely. And so uh, yeah, people have, and so they they did they did assess, and I, I you know I I do think sometimes having these conversations with you know people in the union who are not <laughs> they're not pro union because you know everybody complains all the time about everything um, that that it can somehow just at least help them be grateful for what they have. Wow. I mean, we talk about, and I could talk at nauseum about this, like, <clears throat> tethered utopia you keep describing to all of us, you know? But, like, at the end of the day, you're still serving, right? And you're still, there's still, like, the same gripes and the same silliness that, like, I think everybody experiences. So, like, especially with catering. So, like, you know, I think it'd be fun to be, like, what are your biggest pet peeves, right, Brooke? Just about, like, that the and, job. And just the predictability of how someone's going to act when you're doing your job. And just, it, you, you get the same, probably, version of pet peeves that we get with customers just mm -hmm. in, in a catered banquet world. Well, I I mean, I can think of pet peeves that I have sometimes like a pet peeve is so we carry big banquet trays mm. uh, and with lots of stuff on it. So if, if ever I'm like walking with a big tray of, of dishes and and just when someone looks at me to hand me something else or to ask me a uh. question <laughs> while I'm carrying like 50 pounds, because, you know, a lot of times when you're you don't that that is one aspect of the job is there is a lot of heavy weighted things that you do have to carry some people get away with it by pushing carts they're just like <laughs> like they never want to you know they they stay there till they're like 75 years old trying to <laughs> care and you know we look the other way but like in general you do have to kind of be strong and carry those Anyway, so that sort of thing, um, you know, when I'm pouring water and someone, you know, it's like it immediately just starts drinking it. So I can't pour. I mean, it's just silly stuff like that. But I really can't think of of stuff because the thing is, you can just you can kind of walk away. <laughs> yeah. we're, not, we're not dependent <laughs> on their tips. They don't they don't sign a 
tip for us. Like it's just included in the, in the bill. And then we get it in our paycheck. We don't deal with money. And I do try to be nice, like, because I do respect the job enough to, to give you know, good service, good enough service, but it's not, it's not the same. It's, it's so much less work and than working in, at a restaurant job. And yeah. yeah, but I mean, if you were in charge of my table, I'm sure we would have fun still, you know, like, I'm sure you're still getting to know your guests throughout the night, depending on like, you know, what the event is, right? Well, we can, but we're given, the thing is, is that we're given maybe four tables if we're lucky, sometimes five tables. Maybe there's a preset salad, there's preset, you know, um, but you're kind of, you have to move really quickly. Sometimes if it's a leisure, mm-hmm. if it's a leisurely thing, you, you're not really getting to know people. You're not, mm-hmm. it's not. And I like the aspect of getting to know, like, that's fun for me, but th- it doesn't really happen so much of this job. I actually did last, yeah. last week. Um, and I don't know if they like me or something, but they put me on the head table. I was so lucky. Um, it's this huge dinner that we we do every year um, for this for this com- this uh, convention um, of uh, of it's all it's all a bunch of it's a bunch of men uh, who have and then they're in tuxedos and stuff. And I was at the head table, which uh, really was great because it's this nightmare dinner that we do where because there's so many and you you have to and I and so I really love it's coursed it. like it's coursed in time and <laughs> well. It's actually, they have, they had the preset salad and the preset dessert. So all you're really doing is pouring wine and clearing salad and serving dinner. But it's just, Mm -hmm. it's really hard when it's a huge banquet function and there's like a hundred tables and say you're in the back in the middle and you can't get through the tables and it's really tight. It's just really tight. And so you have to clear all the salads, get all the food out, take the food away, pour the coffee. Like it's just... So you aren't really it's like you have to like hold your breath and like hope for the best. Yeah. With like, and like get in there. And I, I don't know. I somehow always look out on this. And I got, so maybe they just thought, you know, I am going to be because of my running, I can go up the stairs on the stage where the, but so I got to serve only 13 people by myself. It was a dream. And so I did get to talk to them and get to know them. And then they would slip me my, cause you they slip me tips which is laughable to me because we don't get paid tips and money but it's like when they, when they do the <laughs> like you're, you're at a hotel and you get slipped money I just it's cute and I'm like yeah I'll take it but um but that's I I normally don't get that because there isn't the time to to have those relationships so I actually did do it last week um because I had so few people to serve so generally that is the like you it's kind of a, a cattle herding you like you're just getting the food in getting it out um mm-hmm. try to try to have some connection but there really I, isn't I think, always time yeah i think it just finally it, like it dawned on me because obviously in a restaurant in general the night the evening or the day is paced you know it's people come in when they want to or there might be a wait where the thing with catering and banquet Everyone sits down and everyone is trying, you're trying to feed mm-hmm. the whole room at the exact same minute. So it's really chaotic. I, I did kind of revisit and relearn that the hardest parts are kind of like the middle and then it's just easy breezy 
after that, you know, um, whereas like you can just get continuously slammed and the nightmare and being in the weeds as a server could go on all fucking night yeah. for all of your tables yeah. at your turn. And there's something where it gets really hairy and crazy while you're catering, but then it's done and mm-hmm. it's contractually done because that's all they fucking paid for. No, mm-hmm. you can't have anything else we're putting it away because we're only hired for this many hours. And yeah, that whole feeling of of literally being like, I'm I'm done and and um I wish I could help you, but I can't. <laughs> Even on an on an audio level, right? I'm like thinking you like know what part of the game you're in by an audio level of the room. You sure. know when people come in and sit to when the clinking of like the plates when they're eating their dinner to like this like quieting down when you're clearing to like, you know, it's gotta be interest an interesting flow like that. Well, one I mean, one interesting aspect is that uh with a big group like that, you really get a sense of the character of a group of people. Like, you know, we'll, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll have a chamber of commerce of a town, you know, like the LA, <laughs> we'll have uh, a bunch of lawyers, a bunch of, you know, medical professionals, like, and it's just sort of, um, you know, it, it will have a, a holiday party for a cruise line or something. And I think that that is an interesting aspect because you are just dealing with a group of people and it isn't so individualized or um so i I find it it, interesting to get a real hit of the of the character of of a group um and wow what was it like to 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 serve like yeah like lawyers for instance like at lunch they're really they're there to work and they're kind of no fuss um i mean maybe even like maybe at dinner, if they're doing a fancy dinner, they might be a little more demanding, but it's kind of, you can see that like they're professionals and they just, they don't care if it's, <laughs> if about the food so much. And they're just, um, I don't know. They, they really, uh, they don't cause you a lot of trouble. Whereas if you're serving a sorority of, you know, <laughs> a meeting of 55 year old women, your whole your whole time is just going to be spent getting honey and lemon for their tea <laughs> uh-huh. and you don't have time to bring you know extra ranch for their salad like and it's just constantly being asked you know everybody's really needy um i mean we've had <laughs> we've had sorority groups bring their own medical staff like just <laughs> i don't know <laughs> Cause, cause last year, cause what happened last year? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I shouldn't say more, but it's just like it's sort of like okay, we'll stop, <laughs> stop asking for more sugar. Like maybe like because it's just writ large on a, you know, the scale of like thousands of people who are kind of in the same headspace of like yeah, that yeah, so they Absolutely. come together. I mean, that leads us into like any like very memorable stories off the top of your head, you know, that you'd maybe like to share. Oh my God. The the craziest thing is, is that the story that I would think of, it, I wasn't even there for. I went back to Chicago in 2010 to get my things out of storage for this one week, just randomly. And when I came back, everyone said <laughs> they had the worst week of their lives. Um, it was, <laughs> it was for this, this uh, church group and uh why why is it always the churchies 
yeah, it was this church group that came that was given some contract where they paid like literally nothing for all of the food. So the tip that week was pretty bad. Um, they, they literally um, ran the hotel out of white sugar and ranch dressing. And there was like, they were just, everybody was run ragged. There was, it was also maybe a cult. Like there was, they would wear the same collar every day. And um, they, there was a, a queen, I think, who they would. Uh-oh. <laughs> Mother God. I think, I, yeah, I think. Ascending. One, yeah, I think one of the, one of the, of the members just grabbed the whole shaper of bacon and brought it, like took it out of the shaping dish. And then, uh, and just plopped it on one of their tables so they could just eat wow. a big pile so of So they bacon. just had, they just had never experienced a hotel or anything like this. No, before, maybe they had, like. maybe they had, and they were just like, <laughs> they just felt They're just like, here's how you do it. Right? You do. There's always more, there's always more bacon. Yeah. Right? They'll bring more. Yeah. And this, this was, this was in 2010. I, it's just, I, but people still talk about it, like with like their eyes glaze over and, and, uh, I just think that's really funny that I just randomly <laughs> happened, to, happened like- to miss it. Um, such a so baller glad. move though just to be like i'll take this and like yeah <laughs> what is yeah. it happen the, yeah and then that person's like the hero of that table also exactly you know? exactly but they would also they, they had a lot of what are those the jazzies or the little like what are they called the the just the little um we, like they were aren't wheelchairs but they motorized yeah motorized scooters oh like scooters. a rascal like yeah, a little rascal rascals, and they had yeah. so many mm-hmm. rascals and they would just like <laughs> <laughs> it's like you were the revival tent for the for the week right yeah like the, yeah yeah you were you were the te- the hotel was the, the tent, hotel was yeah if you will. yeah but that's that's just sort of you know, things like that. But sometimes when we get a sent, I mean, from now on, like, because we've been working there for this long, like season servers just call off those days. Like we just know <laughs> this is not going, even if the, the money isn't worth it, like to come that day. Cause, cause I wow, yeah. love that. <laughs> it's cause even if it's a hundred dollars an hour, which is a lot of times what we make now. And that's where, where we're at. It's not worth it. The, cause you're just beaten up. Like, I'm just saying, like for the honey, for the getting yelled at because your food's not there. And it's just because, yeah, there's just some groups can be very demanding and, (laughs) and we just decide, yeah, okay. It's not worth it. Um, no, but yeah, but I guess in 2010, they weren't, they didn't know. They didn't know then. Uh, but mm-hmm. it's a different world first back then. Yeah. first time for everything yeah first time absolutely mm-hmm. absolutely well god sumi what an education we've gotten today huh brooke <laughs> jesus like what uh like i mean well i would also you know yeah if i want if i want to i don't if i want to leave with anything i think i think what my job tells me and 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 i'm informed on is just how much corporations really can afford to pay and how much they're not paying because if yeah. i and my coworkers who they're they're not the best of the best they're not like <laughs> i would say the workers the the servers at castaway were some of the best servers i've been around and they you know were basically shit on by management but i'm just saying if if 
they can afford uh, to pay what they're paying, it just says a lot about the whole corporate structure of like what people are paid and what what the, how much gives there is actually uh, in the labor versus capital, um, you know, <laughs> uh, battle that we have right in this mm-hmm. in this hyper hyper capitalized country um that is ever increasing and union membership is not is has been going down it's even even though we've had some wins it still is going down and it just the how we're propagandized to think that that unions are bad in this country when when really it's just uh it's just about having a like like our lives are just, we're just, they just want to eventually they want slavery. <laughs> like, I really think mm-hmm. that's true. They like, it's just, that's, that's the angle because capital is just its own um, machine where like to succeed, it just has to create more. And it's just outside of, of uh, human human thought or just like, Oh, do we live in a society? And so I, I just, if, if there's one takeaway, yes, this is this quote fantasy job, but to me, it just, it's just very obvious that like they can afford, <laughs> they can afford to do this. And the only reason that I have it is because a union fought for it before, before I was, I was ever a part of it. And, you know, I'm, ne- <laughs> I'm never going to, I'm never going to be ashamed. You're never going to leave. Yeah, I'm never going to leave. <laughs> I mean, it is really interesting. It is. It is interesting to say, like, look, these are lifelong jobs people can have and keep, and, and you're happy and, and, and it's, yeah, and you're satisfied and you're, you yeah. can live and you can pay. And yeah. it is going to be, you know, I mentioned it earlier with the minimum wage going up to 20 an hour in, in California and LA across the board, that this is going to be almost like an experiment in, in capitalism to say like, you know, the higher the wage to see how it's going to crumble businesses and crumble, you know, the effect it's going to have and how, you know, I, it's going to be a wild year, I think for the industry in general, in the, in this, in, at least in this state and in this city, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So. <laughs> no, I mean, said, I mean, we need, I mean, we need to make more, you know, and, and I guess there is like just the whole debate about, tip workers and like what that means you know that's that's a oh, whole yeah. other story but but just absolutely you know um, which is just in one big experiment that's gone on for way too long yeah. you know <laughs> in, in in many ways um yeah. but yeah i mean it is just what a breath of fresh air to see this side of the industry and know that it's you know it, it it's is possible it is out there. it's possible it but they, yeah <laughs> it exists and and they like it they don't want people to know about it and i'm just yeah i hope people I do mean, know I, about it and know what's yeah, possible and yeah. then really just like i think labor and unionizing is is the way it's just you know a very it's a hard uh uphill climb um but um you know <laughs> yeah i mean i even remember back eight years ago when you tried to get me in on the spa side over there and how difficult that was you know these are these are not easy jobs to get you know yeah, and I don't even know if this, I think the spa joined the union. I don't even know if they were, like, so it's just, there There are even groups in the hotel that hadn't joined the union, but then they finally, I think they finally did, and they saw the benefit of it. But it's just, um, yeah, it's, it's 
so I just I lucked into it I didn't know about it and then uh, I'm just here to tell about it I in 20 I haven't done the math for the past year but 2022 I averaged 17 hours a week uh, and around a hundred dollars an hour with all the benefits, man. Yeah. Well, if there's anybody that should have a job like this to me, it's you because you are an advocate and a fighter for justice and what is right in this world. And so I feel like it's like, of course you have a job like this, you know, I'm just lucky. And- I'm just lucky. I, I, I can't. Thank you. I, I want, <laughs> but I also, I, mean, yeah, I think but- it probably keeps you humble and fighting harder for yeah. everybody, you know? Yeah. 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 Uh, and I think the important thing too is you came on our podcast so that yeah. the word like that the word is out yeah. so that I we do this podcast to teach our listeners who have restaurant jobs that they either despise or love mm-hmm. and to give them knowledge that they could go look for something that they had no idea was this good, you know? And that's just what we want for people who listen to the pod. Right. Right. Hopefully. Anyways. Anyway. This is a probably. I was going to say, this was a great talk. Um, really, you blew our mind. Yeah. Um, and we're excited to share this episode with everybody. Um, so we'll wrap up for today. And you know what we say at the end of every episode, Andrea. Oh, we say Godspeed. And good tips. <laughs> and good get them, tips. Get them golden handcuffs. Golden um, handcuffs. Ooh. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, Sumi. <laughs> Thank you both for having me. It's been a joy. <laughs> Sorry, I just, I just had, I was like, we're all going to keep talking. So I just had to do an official wrap up. You know? Yay. So, we'll talk to you guys next week. Yay. Bye. Bye.